This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As you may have seen on Twitter, if you're on that, we did put out some polls, Davo. Thank you for putting them out. Um, So the first question was, how did you guys look at the result from the game at Tranmere last Saturday? 58% of you actually said two points dropped. Um, In terms of the performance at Tranmere, um, we asked whether it gave you hope and optimism that we can have a good end to the campaign. It's really good to see a bit of positivity, isn't it? And 83% voted yes, absolutely. But as you've just touched on off-air, Davo, there was also 4% voting for absolutely not. Now, this one kind of answered itself, um, but Davo felt the need to put it wasn't as one of the options. Um, But we asked how good and refreshing was it to see the return of Callum Cook to the team with 100% of you voting very good. And then finally, we asked who was the man of the match. And our French midfielder, Mohamed Silla, took 74% of the vote, um, with Dan Kemp taking 12% and Callum Cook taking 14%. Now, we will slightly um, dissect those results a little bit later on, but let's go back to the Tranmere game, Davo, and let's have a little discussion on the performance, what we felt like coming away from it, um, and... I guess you can kind of give your own spin on those poll results. And if you want to start with how you felt it was, whether a point gained or two points dropped, I think that's a perfect way um, to get started on this discussion. And then perhaps you can just talk us through the game. And and then if there's anything for me to take apart, I'll do that. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I'm with the 58% of people who've said two points dropped, I think. I think we played really well and arguably I'm going to make a, a bold, bold statement here, but I could arguably say that was our performance of the season. I don't think I've come away from many games this season feeling upbeat, positive. Tram, yeah, I did. Um, it was frustrating to concede the penalty, um, not so much through 
the the error, which it was an error, but more so at the referee for giving it. Um, I don't know if you've had the chance of watching it back, Jack. I mean, I have on numerous occasions, and I can definitely say, from my opinion, that it looked outside the box. I yeah, mean, I'd agree with you on that. I think I think it is outside the box. Um, and it, it, before you carry on, it, you know, I just want to say I'm not someone who likes to blame referees often, but. Dear me, he was shocking all game. I don't think we even got a thing all game. But yeah, I'd agree with you. I think the initial contact clearly came outside the box and it was how he kind of moved forward and, and made that lunge into the box that kind of con not con the referee because the referee should see through that, but it did. And it was quite interesting how he quickly jumped straight back up um, and was high-fiving everybody as soon as the whistle went. As soon as he heard that whistle he jumped straight back up because he knew he'd done what he had to do. So yeah, the referee uh, did his dirty there, but do carry on. But yeah, like you were saying, um, even though the penalty obviously was given and, you know, the score is, I think we showed good character. Um, I think we've seen too often at times where pills have maybe been pegged back in games and we haven't necessarily seen the right attitude or the right character. But I think to see pills reacting the way we did was was very refreshing. Um, still went on with every intention to go and try and get a winner. We saw numerous chances from Joe Gray. Um, and right at the end, we thought the end was about to erupt. We thought that we'd nicked it very late on at Prenton Park, that that magic man, Dan Kemp, was going to just head it in and send the post fans into absolute limbs. But it wasn't to be. Um, but overall, I think, and I'm not... I, I don't want to get too carried away, and I know it may sound like this, but it was refreshing. I know we drew, but I think there were so many positives to take from that. Um, we said after the Walsall game, didn't we, that it would be very interesting to see how Pools would play, how things would look after a full week of John Askey being able to get up the players, get them well drilled, and seemingly, I think we've seen a good reaction last weekend. We've got a tough game this weekend, and I'm hoping that we can continue where we left off in Merseyside. Well, as I said in my tweet, and you've just touched on it, it was refreshing. And to come away from a Pools game feeling more positive than I have done on many occasions this season, we've seen some absolutely awful performances. Um, and, and, you know, performances where we've been lucky to get a point. I think Wimbledon was a prime example of that. We, we didn't come away from Wimbledon thinking we fully deserve to get that point. But I think we came away fully deserving and potentially even more um, than just a point at the weekend. I think I'll, the only bit I'll slightly disagree on is the initial reaction to when they scored and they went one all. I thought they were going to get a second because they did come at us quite a lot. But you can also look at it the other way that we defended well. I want to, and I'm, I've Always been the first to criticise him and say how bad he's been. But you and Murray, I clapped off that pitch on Saturday because I genuinely believe he put in a brilliant performance. People say, oh, well, it's his clumsiness that's cost us the goal in effect. But to see him actually be quite assured at the back was, re was really good to see. And, and, you know, we all want pools players that play for the club to do well for the club. We don't want anyone to come here and not succeed. Uh, you know, that that's important to highlight and everybody knows that it goes without saying. So for me, I think he was a it was he was a real positive to take away from the weekend as well. The fact that he put in a performance 
um, that we should expect from someone who was Kilmarnock captain getting them promoted from the Championship to the Premiership. Now, arguably, he should be standing out in a really poor bat line that we had earlier on in the season. But having said that, when you look around him, when we had players like Brody Patson and Regan Tumley, I mean, it doesn't fill you with confidence, does it, as a player? And that may have had an effect on him. I'm not trying to make excuses. I still think he's been extremely poor. But what I will say is, credit where credit's due, and hopefully he goes from strength to strength. And I completely agree with you, though, on the two points dropped. I'm fully in that camp. Um, you know, every point's important. Every point's better than no point at all in the position that we're in. But we had that opportunity, and and I think... I think even the mentality watching the John Askey interview afterwards, it was really, really, I don't want to use the word refreshing again, but it was just great to hear someone talking the way that he was talking and it filled you with confidence listening to him. So, you know, coming away from Saturday, I feel like, and again, I will be on the same, in the same boat as you, Davo, I will not get carried away for one bit, but it was a positive positive day out um, in terms of the performance on the pitch and I fully agree with the man of the match as well I thought Mo Silla was incredible um, you know just his energy the tenacity in his tackle um, it was more of the Mo Silla that we'd seen previously I think he's been off the boil a little bit recently but that was great to be able to um, see see that type of performance from the big man um, but yeah, we're now going to welcome on Jill, um, Jill Simmons, who does the work for Her Game 2 and is the Her Game 2 ambassador at, H- at Hartlepool United. I know you said at HFC chat, um, but at Hartlepool United. And uh, I know that she's really excited for the game this weekend. Obviously, Northampton Town, the preview to come after we've spoken to Jill. And we're going to just talk to her a little bit about the work that her game to do if you haven't heard her speak before and um, what she's been doing at the club we'll touch on how big a milestone this is having a dedicated fixture against Northampton and the types of things that will be going on around the ground that you can get involved with and there'll be the big hard-hitting questions that we seem to be asking guests recently um, surrounding how confident um, the individual is that we have what it takes to stay in the EFL and, and of course we have to get a prediction for them um, for the weekend weekend's fixture. So that's all to come now. And uh, here's what she had to say when we spoke to her earlier. Well, Jill, I know you've been on the podcast b- before, but for those who aren't aware, perhaps you could just tell listeners about the work that Her Game 2 actually do and then a little bit more specifically about what you do at uh, Pulse. Yeah, right. So it's a national campaign aims to raise awareness about the issues that females face in football, um, but also rugby and cricket. Um, so we're here to support supporters, uh, people who work in football, the grassroots girls, you know, trying to encourage more girls to play, um, for a spotlight on the women's teams. Um, and obviously the Lioness has had a massive sort of impact on that and things have just absolutely exploded locally and nationally, to be fair. Um, so Hartlepool finally um, partnered up officially in September. So since then, I've been working with the, the guys at the club to put on this dedicated match. So we're going to be doing quite a few things on Saturday, which we're getting ready for now. How big is Saturday as a milestone for all the work that has gone before with a dedicated fixture against Northampton Town 
and perhaps you could just give us a little insight into what will be going on on Saturday. Well, for me personally, it's it's massive. I don't know. It actually marks one year to the day that I actually like signed up to to do the campaign, and pools weren't like partnered up at that point. So to get to this stage now is absolutely brilliant. Um, so on the day we've got the women, Hartlepool United women coming down. They're going to be like guests of honour. They're going to do a pre-match uh, lap of the the ground. Um, we've got the grassroots teams from all the youth alliance clubs in the town doing a lap of honour at half time. Um, the lads will be warming up in the t hair game two t-shirts. They've been um, kindly donated by Logo to Go, who actually sponsored the women's team. So that's been absolutely brilliant. Um, what else are we doing? I've got a massive list here. Oh, the um, the Heart of Our Club are letting me um, about letting her game to do a do the man of the match award. So we'll be awarding that in the bar afterwards. Um, we've got a competition winner who's going to sit with Greg, the announcer, who's going to announce the team about half past two. Um, we've got uh, Holly who's just started helping me. She's going to be going around the ground with our little photo board and hangers. Well, it's not actually going to be hangers. They've actually dug Victoria out and <laughs> stored her. So we're going to have Victoria walking around, <laughs> getting photographs and stuff with the crowd. Um, and obviously the, the usual programme articles are in there. Um, we've been doing stuff over the week on social media, spotlight on all the women who work match days and work in the club um yeah so it's just gonna be a bit mental we've also got some of the um Hartlepool united uh supporters trust handing out flies and things around the ground as well just to raise a bit more awareness for people who aren't on social media and maybe just haven't got a clue who we are and what we're doing i think that's it well it, well, it does sound all rather exciting but for those wondering and considering getting involved how can they do this moving forward Yep, so we are obviously on social media, but if anyone isn't, they can just simply get in touch with the club. The club can put, put, them, uh, put them in touch with me. Um, be very much welcome to get some help. As I say, Holly's on board now. Um, but yeah, all help would be uh, much appreciated. Um, the more of us doing it, the more easier it will be, to be fair, um, working with the grassroots teams and things as well. So we're going to start doing visits with them. So yeah, the more people on board, the better. And it's men or women. It doesn't just have to be females. There's quite a lot of uh, male advocates across the country now. We've even got players coming on board. I think we've just had an Everton player today being announced as a player advocate. So that's absolutely brilliant. It's our first Premier League player. Um, yep, so anybody at all can get involved. Well, it's great to be able to learn a little bit more about the work that you do and, and obviously what a big milestone it is on Saturday. Now, there is a couple more big hitting questions for you, Jill, but these are more pulse specific. Now, you may think that these will be tougher than the ones you've just answered. Um, and we'll start with how confident are you that we have what it takes to stay in the EFL? I've followed pools too long to make predictions. I hate making predictions because it never works out. Whatever I say, it'll be the opposite. But I think after, obviously, I think the change of manager was needed. And there has been sort of little green shoots of positivity in the last week and a half. So, yeah, I'm a little bit more confident than I was, but I'm still not going to say for definite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it would be rude not to get a prediction for Saturday. How are you feeling heading into this one, Jill? Hmm. 
Mm, well, considering the injuries and suspensions that Northampton have now got, and the, hopefully might even see Tom back on Saturday, so that'll be great. Um, a win, but two-one. Go we'll take that. On. We'll take that every day of the weekend, <laughs> and we definitely echo your sentiments with uh, I think it's got you one nil to be fair, just a well, win, a win. Exactly, <laughs> three points. Yeah, three, three points, points would be ideal. <laughs> so yeah, no, we echo your sentiments um, around Tom as well. Hopefully we'll, we'll get to see him come back on the pitch. But Jill, it's been great to have you come on and give a little bit more um, insight into the work that her game two are doing. And of course, what a massive day it will be for you on Saturday. So I hope everything runs smoothly um, from us at HFC Chat. Thank you very much. Fingers crossed. Well, it was great to hear from Jill and having that wonderful insight about the her game campaign but moving on now to the preview for Saturday the games are well and truly coming thick and fast now this coming Saturday welcomes fourth place Northampton Town to the South Direct Stadium the Cobblers will arrive in the North East this weekend highly motivated as a win could potentially propel them into the division's automatic promotion places their last out and came on the 4th of March with a 1-0 home victory against relegation contenders Crawley Town. However, that game did see the home side reduced to 10 men. Our previous meeting came on the 13th of August, which saw Pools beaten by two goals to one. And finally, the club's top goal scorer this season is Sam Hoskins with 17 goals. And as ever on HFC chat, you know what the next question is, Jack. You know what I'm going to ask you. Over to you. Yeah, I think let's just start quickly touching on that sending off for Northampton. It was absolutely embarrassing the fact that they've had their appeal um, turned away as well and uh, that, that that's been denied. But it benefits us. You know, he's going to be missing for Saturday's game and there's some injuries amongst the team as well, amongst their first teamers. So there's no better time and I don't want to jinx anything but there's there's no better time and opportunity for us to go on take on Northampton yes they're in that position that they are in the league yes they're a tough team we all know that we went there in August expecting to get battered and we actually played relatively well um so for me performance last weekend built a lot of confidence and I'm gonna say that Poles are gonna sneak it one nil win yeah we'll go one nil uh, Pools are going to nick that I'm not going to give you a goal scorer because I don't really care who it is um, you know it, it can come off any part of the body of any player as long as it's in the back of the net I don't care who's scored um, but we we desperately need three points we really do we're very very fortunate that Crawley um, couldn't seem to can't seem to get a win um, you know anywhere and against anyone, even with games in hand. They had four games in hand and they've already blown two of those, but I will not get carried away. And I will not rule out Rochdale making a slight resurgence as well after their 2-0 win against Stevenage last week. But in terms of talking pools and on what we can affect, I'm going with a 1-0 win um, on Saturday's uh, fixture against Northampton Town. Davo, wrap it up with your prediction for me, please. Well, I am confident... Especially, no, no, no. Well, 
I mean, you have to be positive as a post fan, but I'm even more so after last weekend's performance. I, you know, I, honestly, I can't. I don't want to sound like as if I'm getting carried away, but honestly, I'm that genuinely like. Anyway, moving on. I don't want to sound like a, a stuck record. Um, oh, I'm going two one pills. Um, it'll be a tough test. I know what you've said about their players being injured, and obviously I've seen that red card, and it's an absolute joke. I mean, that is just your your league two officials summed up in a nutshell, really. Mm-hmm. I mean. The Crawley Geezer knew exactly what he was doing and the fact that, you know, the FA have had chances to watch that again, I mean, it's... says mad. a lot, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it really, really does. I mean, but like you say, Jack, it, it will suit us. It should benefit us and like you've already alluded to yourself and I've seen tweets from different post fans saying, you know, there might not be a better time to play Northampton. You know, we're at home. We're the home side. Let's pack out the Vic. Let's get behind the lads from minute one. Make a noise, and you know we we know how much of a difference that we can make from from the stand. So I am I am really genuinely excited for the game. And um, we've now got Callum Cook back. I must say how refreshing it was to have him back last Saturday. You know I've said to a lot of people over a long period of time. You know I said as soon as Callum Cook comes back, it's essentially going to be like a new signing, and I think that proved on Saturday. You know how vitally important that you know how vitally important he could be to this team. So I'm going to what as well. Say again? Cross potentially back as well. Well this is this our boy's coming back. So you know he's potentially their second new signing coming back if he can hit the ground running and play to the standards that he was playing to before his injury. Exactly. I mean no we'll, t- we'll take that won't we so two one from you one nil from me and uh, fingers crossed it's a positive Saturday. And and touching on that you note, know, you said about getting to the Vic and packing it. I think Bailey, he always says, oh, giving us another shout out. But I think he was checking um, whether that was correct, the 300 uh, tickets left, around 300. That was this morning. Um, and, you know, he went on the website and <laughs> I think he put something in the group, like there was a delay as well. Um, you know, you had to wait. There was a bit of a queue. So, um, they must have all heard you're going on Saturday, Davo. That must be, uh, that must be the crack. Well, this is it. I mean, what can I say? You said but, it, not um, me. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wrap that there before your head gets too big and your glasses fall off. Um, <laughs> but anyway, as ever, please keep the faith, continue backing the boys and never say die and we will see you in the next episode. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.